0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Move with the rhythm. Shake it up, stop when the clock hits 13. See, one, two.
1: Hi, 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 everyone. Welcome
2: back. Okay, guys. Happy Super Bowl weekend. I'm so excited. You know, this morning I woke up and I've been telling you guys this, but Jason and I are doing a 45-day challenge right now where it's like, it's so boring. It's like you're eating clean. You're drinking a ton of water. We have to limit our champagne. And we're trying to just feel better, be better. It's like a new year, new me type of shit. So we're really embracing this. We're only five days in. So let's see if we last all 45. But um, yeah, I woke up a little tired, but after six shots of espresso, I'm ready to go and get into this. So who better to do it with than Kim from Bravo Breaking News. Before we jump in, guys, go ahead and smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Don't forget to hit that notification bell and stick around till the end because we are doing a giveaway and um, you don't want to miss it. So let's welcome Kim. Hello.
0: Hi, everybody. So glad to be back. Happy Friday. I am four shots of espresso in, Adam, Ooh. so I'm almost to your level, but not quite.
2: Do you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, I think it was at Starbucks, and she was like, honey, like I don't want to turn like, away business, but your heart is going to explode. And I was like, let go and let God. If this is the time, then just take me. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, I love my espresso. I can't help it. I mean, I crash at like 8 p.m. Who was I? I was talking to a, one of the housewives the other day and they always call me at like 11 o'clock at night because they're on the other coast. And they're like, you go to bed so early. I'm like, no, 11 o'clock is not, that's late.
0: Well, I mean, you are up in Adam. You are up in Adam. You are up early. You got the espresso. So yeah. you kind of have to go to bed early to keep that momentum going.
2: I mean, I can't wake up at five a.m. and then go to bed at eleven p.m. I'm just, I'm not a superhero, you know? Nope. Oh, nope. By the way, um, did you see before? And I didn't even put this as a topic. Did you see Alexis Bellino's little cryptic post
0: about the breakup? Yeah.
1: But then yeah. she's looking on her stories
2: with Johnny J. I'm like, I can I just say I find that to be so annoying.
0: Oof, don't even get me started on Johnny J and Jesus Jugs. Like, they are on another level.
2: They're on another level. I totally agree with Vicky when she said on Jeff Lewis when she was talking about, like, that Alexis, the only reason that she's on the show is because of this built-in storyline. There's no other way that she'd be on the show.
0: 100%. I mean, not that I'm not here for it, you know? I do think that OC did need a little bit of a boost. Um, I am a Vicky Gundelson stan. I would also like to see her back. But I do think bringing Alexis back was the right move for Bravo. Now, do I think that this was all planned by Alexis and and John? Maybe, maybe a little bit because they knew that this would fuel the fire and, you know, give them the spotlight to return back to Bravo. So, So I don't know. But I am interested to see how it'll all play out.
2: Me too. I agree with that. Now, we're going to kick off with our Vanderpump Rules era because we talked about Anne last time, right? Well, I don't know if this is true or if this was something that they were just playing around, but Bravo Moms ended up posting that Anne is now the assistant to Ariana Maddox. Yes. What do you think? If you had to guess.
0: I think it's true. Um, I will not say how I, how I know that it might be true, but I'm... Pretty positive that it's true. And justice for Anne. Well done. Well done. I mean, let's be real. If she was Tom Sandoval's assistant for what, over a year, she can do anything. She can handle any job. There is no job that is, you know, difficult that she can't handle. So for Ariana to bring her on, who she already has a relationship with, right? She trusts Anne. They work together for a very long time. I think it's good. And I think that. Ariana, you know, taking something from Tom, I mean, would we expect anything less?
2: You know, what's so funny is we had an assistant um, and we ended up, you know, we don't have one anymore because we ended up moving from Florida. So it just that didn't pan out because we needed somebody with us all the time. But somebody said, you know, why does Ariana need an assistant? It's not like she's that busy. And I'm like, not that busy. She has to promote single AF cocktails. She has her other book. She's doing all of these shows, constant social media promotions, plus the stories, plus engaging when the show's going on, reposting her day-to-day while she's getting ready. You know, like, say she's getting ready for Chicago, but she needs, like, something run to dry cleaning or this or that. Like, things are happening. This girl is staying busy right now. You Definitely, I can see why she would need an assistant.
0: I know. I think the question should be, why did Tom Sandoval need an assistant at that moment to buy batteries and and toilet paper for the house? I mean, come on. He's paying a lot of bandmates to do a lot of things. Why? Why did he need Anne? You know, Kim, that's a really good question. I actually. We're asking the wrong questions.
2: Uh, Yeah, I actually I didn't even think about that. But yeah, Tom, why did you especially when you were broke as a joke over there? Which exactly, you know, how are we affording Anne? which we know Ariana, she I like this because it was Dorinda Medley who said money talks and wealth whispers. And I think and I'm not saying that Ariana Maddox is just sitting on like millions and millions of dollars. But I like that even though she has had all of the success that she's had, you hear her and she's like, you know, like I I. Contrary to what people think, like I have to be financially sound. I have to prepare. I have to be smart about my finances. Like this could all end tomorrow. So I like that she's a level head about it.
0: Oh, totally. Ariana's being super smart. Um, you know, I am a little bit torn about the house. I just like want her to be free of all of this. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I understand why she's standing her ground. She's not backing down. She doesn't want Tom to get what he wants. I wouldn't want that either. So I see both sides, but I do want Ariana to like get the hell out of there.
2: I I agree with you. I agree. Well, speaking of Ariana, we have to go over to her um, not-so-better-former half and talk about Tom Sandoval for a second because he is now dating this girl, Victoria Lee, who has been linked to Leonardo DiCaprio. And I keep saying this, linked to, because Leo has been linked to a lot of 20-something-year-old models. Um, He is Hollywood's Peter Pan. He is Hollywood Shep Rose, okay? He is just That's doing. That's exactly his thing. right. And we're not mad at you, Leo. You can do whatever you want, but she's busy, she's booked, and she's known Tom for a while, and they went on their first date. I'm gonna play a couple clips for you guys. Thank you to glorified Gossip Girl.
1: Here we go. We're going to New York City and Vegas. It's, going to an right. right. it's gonna be old, great. Definitely right. i gonna be Ready? It's nothing. It's not bad. Oh my god, are you jumping? What? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, dude. It's just a little, like... It just takes you up higher. It's a little... Oh, oh, shit. Or... It just takes you up a little higher, that's all. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday! Thank you. Hey, Jason! Hey, Jason. Killer. Try painkiller. I got you painkillers right there. On that pan and the famine <laughs> spot.
2: It seems like she's loving a little bit of this
1: spotlight.
0: Oh, does it, Adam? Yeah, that's very obvious. I mean,. Two words, social climber. Come on now. I mean, first of all, I have to like, can you imagine going from Leonardo DiCaprio to Tom Sandoval? I mean, talk about a downgrade. This is beyond. But also, I mean, let's be real. Tom Sandoval is one of the most. Yes, he's one of the most hated men in America, maybe in the world at this point. But all eyes are on him. Everybody's watching his every move. This is definitely going to be in the news, in the headlines. People are going to be talking about it. So, of course, that's her motive. I mean, it's very, very obvious.
2: So what's funny is it seems like this is happening really quick. Like she's sending flowers to Billy Lee at Tom's house, which why is Billy Lee getting flowers at Tom's house? I don't know. He's sending chicken noodle soup over to um, her dad, or I, I believe her dad, cause he was sick. I don't know if you watch, I'm going to play a clip from Billy Lee's podcast. I never want to sit there and talk bad about anybody, but sometimes I don't necessarily understand the dynamics, which this is always, and I hate like people give me so much shit, but this is such a good reference. You guys like Teddy and Tamara, I think that Tamara is like the one who kind of holds this up, right? Well, it seems like in this podcast, Billy Lee is kind of the one who's holding this up. So far, mind you, we're only one episode in. I'm going to play another clip in a minute. But it does make sense. A lot of people were slamming her saying, who would date Tom Sandoval? And, you know, like, are you dumb? Are you this? Are you whatever? And maybe she's smarter than most. Maybe she knows because look at Amelia Gray, Lisa Rinna's daughter. She wouldn't have booked half of the shit that she booked had she not have been linked to Scott Disick, ultimately to the Kardashians. And then all of a sudden, there was this huge expressed interest in her. You know, people do social climb.
0: Oh, of course. I mean, Vanderpump Rules is like the biggest show on cable right now. It's like jumped like 60% in viewership since last season. It's huge. I mean, there's more people tuning into this show now than ever before. It's definitely like Bravo's top rated show at this point. So this is definitely a strategic move for anybody who wants to be in the spotlight you know and she's gorgeous honestly she's she's a model obviously so of course it was easy for her to kind of seduce tom and i maybe it's karma that now he's getting used for once maybe she can manipulate him a little bit and use him for the spotlight I um versus you know him manipulating raquel so i don't know maybe it's a little bit of karma
1: yeah i i mean
2: we're about to get into another clip but Julie's Heart, thank you so much for gifting Five Up and Atom memberships. Guys, I love this community so much. You guys are the sweetest. And thank you. Thank you. Happy Super Bowl weekend, everyone. Even though I'm not like a big NFL person, I feel like Taylor Swift brought all of the girls and the gays into this. So sorry.
0: Exactly. Happy and, Taylor Swift Bowl.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm sure diehard NFL fan. I talked to my dad and my dad gets so upset. He's like, it's not about Taylor Swift. And I'm like, are you sure, dad? Because I kind of think it is. I think. I mean,
0: let's be real. There's going to be so many more viewers because of her. And I'm also here for the usher of it all. So
2: I hope that she comes in with one. You know how like the Super Bowl, by the way, has those like really funny commercials.
0: Oh, love it. Yeah.
2: I would die if her and Travis ended up filming one of those together and we just get shocked by it. I mean, I'm not like a huge. I'll be honest, guys. When I worked at TomTom, we had one friend. Um, we had a few at Tom Tom that like were total Swifties. And then there was this guy, Logan, who he was the best. He was one of Jason's servers at pump and he was such a diehard Swiftie. And sometimes him and Jason would just be joking around or like he would be like kind of a little bitchy that day. And Jason would be like, did you hear Taylor Swift's new song? I don't know if I'm feeling it. And he would legit have a meltdown. Like, are you kidding? You don't understand art. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like social media, but in real life, I've never seen shit like this. This is like, have you met her? No, but I she speaks through me. And I'm like, okay, girl. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, she has some diehard fans. I have not been to the Aeris Tour. I, I do not buy every one of her albums, but I was a Swifty at the very beginning. I mean, I paid $18 to see her at my local House of Blues in Orlando like 15 years ago. So She always holds a special place in my heart. um, But the fandom is a little bit out of control. However, I agree with you. She's taken like football to a whole new level and kind of intermingled it with pop culture, which I think is what the NFL needed. It's like perfect marketing.
2: I mean, $331 million this season alone for the NFL, just because she shows up. It's wild. But guys, okay, we will get back to the Bravo of it all. Um, I want to play a clip for you. This is Billy's podcast. Thank you to Byway Color Drama. Um, They posted a clip. I'm gonna play the clip for you. Let me zoom in and restart it. This is her. It's called Billy and the Kid podcast. Um, This is her co-host. Her co-host knows nothing about Vanderpump Rules and sometimes asks a little bit of silly questions. But they played F Mary Kill, and then Billy made an
1: interesting claim about Sheena. Here we go.
0: Fuck Mary Kill. Shina,
1: Lala, Ariana. (laughs) What? I feel like that's really—you can't even say kill because you would go to prison forever. Because like, um, we broke Tom.
0: We broke Tom.
1: I'm I'm (laughs) malfunctioning. God, okay.
0: You out? You need here? You need this? You need this question? I do actually. This is, yeah, this is the time. This is the time. If you've ever needed it, it's now.
1: Everyone, it's a game, by the way. It's just a game. It's a game. (sighs) Oh, man. I would say I have, uh, you know what? This is easy. Spit it out. Um, it doesn't seem like it's easy for you I've
2: known Lala the least amount of time so I gotta kill Lala sorry okay uh, Sheena's pretty cool uh, but you know she's her OCD would get me I would have to I, I, so I would I would fuck Sheena and then I I know the situation with Ariana whatever I I, I just, yeah Good yeah. married marry because yeah. literally yeah because yeah. it looks marry. like that's yeah basically work yeah okay okay I, I like the the kill Lala situation that's cool yeah I mean, just because I've not <laughs> at least not.
0: I don't get who they are. So to me, this is extra funny because I don't get it.
2: <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> it's like I don't know anyone is. But I also couldn't imagine fucking Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> okay, next segment. I could maybe I could I, I, there you know I could flip a coin on on the Ariana and Sheena thing. You know, so I feel like we, could, we me and Sheena could get along and coexist decently well. Okay, Sheena can get down. She's invited me to a threesome before, and I was like, yeah. Uh, you think
0: that's chill or not chill? Like, you're like, oh, she's cool because she did that. You're like, oh, she's weird because she did that.
1: Like, I don't do that with most of my friends. I I don't do threesomes, especially with my friends. Okay. I I like... Okay. Oh.
0: Oh, my gosh. That was so cringe.
1: Because I have a lot to say. And
2: I feel like, as content creators, we're always supposed to be supporting each other. But, not going to lie, I agree with Pam Robin.
1: Please make it stop. What am I listening to? No words. Nails on a chalkboard. You're listening to bullshit. Let me just say a couple things really quick. Billy. I've never seen
2: such a group of people like that Tom has around him right now that are such yes men. Like oh my God, you're so amazing. Oh my God, yes, Tom. Yes, with the white nails. Yes, yes, yes. But those are the exact kind of people that I try to avoid at all times. Anybody who's always like, I probably, I can count my real, real friends on like one hand, because if there's something I'm doing wrong, they're like, Adam, you're an asshole. And like, you need to check that shit really quick. And they tell me, and I love that. And sometimes I don't always love it in the moment, but I know who my real friends are. And then, you know, like you have the people who are like just crawling up your ass and they're pitching a tent there. You know what I mean? And I feel like Billy does that for Tom Sandoval. And there, I just, what I don't understand either. And I said this on my Vanderpump Rules recap, you went on and you completely blasted out Lisa Vanderpump. You blasted out Vanderpump Rules. You blasted out the cast of Vanderpump Rules. You blasted out production. You blasted out Bravo. And you said that they were all against the trans community. And that is why you were no longer on the show and how they made you feel. All of these things, which if you're going to say it, okay, if that's how somebody made you feel, we can't tell you how to feel. And I'm listening. But then also, it kind of contradicts it a little bit when you all of a sudden start showing up to film again. And it looks like you're trying to get a place back on the show. It makes it look like you were taken off the show. You were fired. And you were a little angry about it. You were upset. And that's okay. Nobody likes being fired. But then to go on as your first podcast, podcast episode and say Sheena can get down and that she invited me to a threesome with her ex-man and her ex-man was hot. I feel like that was shock fact- Like shock factor. I don't feel like that's true.
0: That's unbelievable to me. Who is she talking about? Shay or one of Sheena's other, you know, men in between Robbie her Hayes. Uh, exactly. I I don't know. That that just seems totally out of the blue. It doesn't really seem like Sheena to me. Um that I don't know. I, I didn't see Sheena and Billy Lee ever really being friends at all. So I don't know. I agree. I think, you know. Maybe Billy Lee is also a little bit of Tom's new lady, a little bit of a social climber and cloud chaser. She started a podcast. Oh, please. you know she's that, definitely yeah that yeah definition. I mean she's you know she was there during Scandival for Tom. She was one of the only ones. You know she was in paparazzi photos. There were headlines about her. She's now she's starting a podcast. I mean it kind of seems like she might say anything to like stir up headlines and news and. I agree with you 100%. I mean, her supporting Tom, it's like there's nothing. he It's like he can do no wrong in her eyes. And while I get it, it's probably good for Tom to have some people on his side during this. Yeah. Like, that's not healthy. She's supporting the wrong moves. And I don't know. I think this podcast is going to be danger. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I won't be listening and I won't really believe a single word out of Billy Lee's mouth. but. It is going to stir up drama and start headlines that are probably not even true. You know,
2: also, Sheena is doing a podcast at some point this week with Ali Luber. Now that she put it out there, like, I feel like I can talk about it because everybody was talking about, you know, the James allegations and all of this because two T's in a pod went on their podcast and they talked about leaving MTV and this van, the Sprinter van and You know, they had to separate them and get out and walk down the street and all of these things. So of course, now that they put it out there, they have a huge platform with big platforms comes big responsibility. And now they alluded to something, but then they didn't follow through with what they're alluding to. They didn't give like any real detail. They just said, we can't talk about it, which leaves it open for interpretation. And I believe Ali's going to be speaking on what happened. And she's going to be sharing that because it involved Allie, which makes sense. I want to hear from Allie. I want to hear, you know, and if Allie does say something and she's like, this is what happened and I don't know what they're talking about, you know, if you're alluding to Tamara being a liar about something, shit's going to hit the fan and Tamara's going to come out full force. So then somewhere in that little battle, you will get the truth from it, right? But exactly.
0: Uh, I, I hope, hear you. Uh, go ahead. I
2: hope oh, I was just gonna say that was like a long roundabout way of saying I hope also Sheena addresses this on that podcast episode.
0: I think she is. I saw a trailer um that Sheena posted just before we went live. Um and I think that they will be talking about this. Um and talk about like, you know, liars versus people you trust. I mean, Allie just seems like a real one. She seems like a very trustworthy, down-to-earth girl that has like a very good head on her shoulders. Someone that isn't going to spin the truth and lie just like for clout or headlines versus Billy Lee, you know, basically the complete opposite of Billy Lee. So I'm definitely interested in hearing what Allie has to say. I think it holds a lot of weight um in the situation seeing as she's with James now. Um so I hope this will kind of like squash the rumors once and for all but you know we'll see.
2: Yeah. I mean we'll see. Um somebody said who doesn't have a podcast? Well, I don't know. I feel like everybody does, but that's okay. That just means that you have a lot of options to listen to. Um I I don't know. I, I think that that was an interesting way to go about it. I think that Billy Lee wants back on the show. I don't have any disdain or dislike or any like I I I didn't know Billy Lee enough. I just knew what I saw. And I knew like there were moments like Jason even talked about it. Sometimes Billy Lee would come in to pump or Tom, Tom and a lot of people didn't want to like, sometimes she would just come in and she was very, she was very important as if she would have been on the show for a long time. And sometimes that energy can be very overwhelming when you're working in a busy restaurant as a server just trying to pay your bills. And you have somebody who thinks that they're Lisa Vanderpump and like so demanding, but you have 10 other tables. And I know this for a fact because I did this. And then you have people like Sheena, who's been on since day one. She was literally the cause of the segue from Beverly Hills to Vanderpump rules. And when she walks in, she just treats you like the sweetest person ever, you know? So it, it, there's a difference. I agree. Okay. Okay. So, guys, we're going to go from West Hollywood over to Salt Lake City. We have some to talk about. So, if you guys aren't up to date, let me bring you up to speed. We have The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that started filming just four days ago on February 5th. We have a few changes that are being made. Whitney Rose was open about the fact that she's going to be filming in a dummy house. She officially sold her house and she has her other house, which we won't know because it's in a trust because she wants to protect her kids. And that makes sense. We have the entire cast returning with Angie Katzenavis rumored to be coming back as a friend of instead of a housewife. And then we have these two newbies who replaced Monica, Brittany Bateman and Maylee Workman. Do you think it's Miley or Miley?
0: maylie maybe i don't know (laughs) i'm
2: gonna go with maylie yeah yeah okay so i know for a fact that they've already been testing i know that they've already met up with some of the women and what's interesting to me about this is monica got fired because she had a troll account reality bontis and the women couldn't see a way to move forward with her right And then Jenny Wink got fired because she had problematic social media posts that resurfaced and the cast couldn't see filming with her, right? Now we have both of these ladies who I haven't met either one. I don't have a dog in this fight. But what I do know is there are, this is America. And we do have freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, do whatever you want. For the most part, you can't go out there and commit crimes and stuff that's okay. But it's not always okay depending on your workplace. And Bravo does not stand for a lot of shit. For example, like some of the housewives who were open about voting for a certain president, like that pissed off a lot of the fans and they wanted those housewives out of the game. They're like, no, we, if that's what you stand for and those are your beliefs, then we don't want to watch you. We'll boycott. So these things are taken very serious. Here are a few resurfaced
1: post from Melee Workman okay I don't even want to read those because you know everybody
2: right I'm like it's like things when they say you don't talk about politics and religion and things like that but these are some extreme opinions. And these extreme opinions, like if you're going to say it, like Dorinda says, you better back that shit up. And I'm wondering, because now, ever since the Bravo fandom found out about these, it was actually a Reddit user, who I'm guessing is a Bravo fan, or else why would they go digging for them? Ever since they found out about these, they have since been deleted. So that's melee Workman. That's what we're dealing with right now. And then Brittany Bateman, let me just bring her back up for a second. We know for a fact, has multiple troll accounts. Just like Reality Von Teats. So, now we're going to get to know two new ladies that we have no idea who they are after going through a whole season with Monica Garcia, who they did have the best rated season. I'm not giving all the credit to Monica, but that stands for something and you're bringing in you've got rid of one problematic housewife to bring in two problematic housewives what kind of what the hell are we
1: doing and why am why are we not running the casting department that's that's all.
0: what that's what i'm wondering it all starts with the casting like whoever's casting for salt lake city i i think we might need a little bit of a a regroup there in that situation because are they running background checks? Are they looking at their social media profiles? I mean, this just, this just seems like casting 101. Look at the social media profiles. Dig for problematic posts. I mean, I don't know. It's like time and time again, it's like they just can't win. We, we've we got Jen Shaw, obviously. We've got Jenny and now these two and Monica. I mean, it's like, did somebody... some. Somebody somewhere is not doing something correct or saying they're doing something or do we even have like a plant in the casting department that's making these decisions and and blowing this all up? I mean, I don't know. I have a feeling that they're still very early on in the season. If you're only five days in, um, you know, it's possible that Bravo could make a decision. I mean, it's possible we may not see these people at all if these things have surfaced and are causing enough problems.
2: You know, I I have a conspiracy theory for you, but I want to bring up this comment. Um, Callie Flower said, I wouldn't consider those extreme opinions. She just has conservative beliefs. Thank you for correcting me. Why should she not be allowed a voice? That is not what I meant by that. I meant this is America. Everybody is allowed a voice, freedom of speech. I'm saying playing to the audience that is the majority of the Bravo audience. uh, Bravo is still a business and people will boycott over certain conservative beliefs. Um, Look at what happened to Kelly Dott. Look at, I mean, Ramona Singer, voting, being vocal about who she wanted to vote for for president. Like people will boycott over these things, and it is an extreme business decision when you go from two million viewers at an episode on the highest rated season of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which ends up translating to millions of dollars in ad revenue, to having people not want to watch it, going to half a million viewers. And then you just lost a lot of that revenue when it still costs you the same amount of money or even more because every single season, the Housewives are getting paid more and more and bonuses and production. It's costing you more to make the show every single season. So you can't really afford these sort of losses. That's my point.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at Schwartz and Sandy's, you know, obviously Sandoval, you know, even though Lisa Vanderpump says, oh, Sandoval's not to blame for this. He is to blame the celebrity on the show or, you know, whoever's the face of the show or the business, their personal opinions and personal actions will affect the business at the end of the day. So whether it's social media comments, whether it's a scandal, whatever it is, it is going to affect the business negatively if they're going to do something or cause up some controversy that's going to leave, you know, half or more of the whole population against them. So, you know, it's a similar thing.
2: You know, Zoanne said, I will watch. I appreciate conservative values. It takes a lot of different folks to make this world go round and interesting. Listen, I'm not saying there's anything bad about either one of these. I'm just saying if the majority sways in one way, it's like when you're voting for somebody to be in office. Like if the majority swaying this way, that's where the vote
1: goes. That's all I'm saying. But, okay. Now I wanted to say my conspiracy theory behind this is that the people,
2: and I'm not saying Bravo because it's always a production company who takes this on. It's not Bravo. Bravo ends up buying the show, right? So I'm guessing whoever is doing the casting, they under producing the show. That they know that these exist, just like they knew about Monica being the head of Reality Bontese or being a part of Reality Bontese when the show, when they first started filming. And you put that in your pocket and you know, oh, okay, we already have our finale. The finale is half the battle along with the reunion in order to pique the interest for another season. So if we know that these problematic messages are there, and then all of a sudden, once we get ready for the finale, we just drop them in one of the cast members' laps and we have this big chaotic moment, boom, you have a finale. Yeah,
0: I see that. I mean, let's be real. These shows are produced. You know, the producers are trying to stir up a storyline that's going to engage us and and cause drama. But like, please, we already had one reality, Vontese. We already had one troll account. Don't try to, you know, there's like a saying, and I can't think of it right now, but like, just let, you know, uh, let it, it it happened naturally once. Don't try to make it happen again. Like we don't need the same storyline again. We don't need another troll account there. Like it's been said and done. And if you're trying to replicate it because it, you know, boosted ratings and stuff, I I don't think it's going to work. We're not going to fall for it again.
2: It kind of reminds me of when Taylor Armstrong tried to recreate on Ultimate Girls Trip, her little cat moment where she's like,
0: listen here, you little bitch.
2: And it was like, we've already done that. Exactly. Like, We're not doing that again. exactly. Okay. So, oh, hoy, hoy, We're going to move on, guys. We're going to go back over to Beverly Hills for just a second. I wanted to ask you about this Erica Jane's limited series. It's a two part series where she is betting it all on blonde. The cameras are going to follow her while she gets ready for her Vegas residency, but also we're going to get some of the authentic moments where she's waiting to find out if her estranged husband is found competent enough to stand trial. There's so many things that we're going to see behind the scenes, but my question is, especially since we have The Housewife and The Hustler 2 coming out soon, which
1: great job to Emily D. Baker, also Kiki, and I think that they're using a couple of our clips, so Thank you to Hulu. Um What are your thoughts? And guys in the live chat pop off on this too, because I want to know, is this
2: something that we're interested in or no?
0: My thoughts are, yes. I am interested because I think that Erica is in her redemption era. I know I might that might be in an un, an unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but she's been through. She's been dragged through the mud with this whole Tom scandal and everything. But this season on Beverly Hills is probably her best season yet. She is really showing us a softer side. I mean, Merce in the purse. Come on. That's going to be so iconic. That's going to be historic um, in the Bravo world.
2: If it wasn't so fucked up, I would start selling purses that say Merce on them.
0: Uh I mean, do it, Adam, do it. I can't. I, that I'm is so ridiculous. I I just I I love seeing Erica in her redemption era and I think she deserves it. I I'm kind of on her side at this point. I think that there's been so many lawsuits, so many things brought up, yet she has been found guilty of none of it. Um I don't know if that's going to change at all when Tom goes to trial, but I'm interested to see more of this side of her and more of her you know, kind of showing her, her comeback. I think she deserves a comeback.
1: Okay. I mean, listen, I think that. Let me just say,
2: I agree with what you said. I think that it's like the same thing that, you know, it's like a little bit of grace that we're going to see the Vanderpump Rules cast give Tom Sandoval towards the end of the season where they're like, okay, you've been dragged. We've, you know, got the pitchforks out and the flames and we were doing everything we could to just like, go in on you and let you know how we felt. But then there has to come a time where somebody deserves a moment to try to
1: fix the situation. Whether it's their situation or not, if they're put into this, then yes, I feel like,
2: okay, we spent the last three years going in on Erica and Tom Girardi, and now we're going to see a different side of it, a more real side maybe, Because this is going to focus on her. Whereas, like in any episode, she's probably getting maybe like nine minutes of camera time. So, this makes sense. I'm curious. You piqued my interest.
0: I'm curious too. And I love the follow up because, you know, we'll see The Housewife and the Hustler later this month. And then Bet It All on Blonde will premiere early March. So, I think it's just like a one two punch. You know, we're going to see maybe the not so fun aspects of you know, Erica, she's going to be sitting down with the victims in the documentary. There's going to be a lot like brought to the surface during that, but then we're going to see that it all on blonde and maybe it'll give us like a little bit of a different perspective. So I'm interested in those kind of two and seeing how they work together.
2: I know anyway, you, you had me laughing. Cause I remember when she was like, Mars was in a Ziploc bag and it's like, okay. <laughs> it's like Erica. It's like you asshole. But this is like it. She's so true. But and everybody was just looking like I was even dying laughing. And Jason's like, what are you laughing at down there? And I said, you got to watch this. And he's like, he is really not loving this season of Beverly Hills. And I have to be honest, it's not my favorite season either. But just that moment was
1: OK, here we go. But uh,
0: that was definitely a season highlight. I mean, Erica made that dinner. Let's be real. I mean, I, I loved every second of it. I could rewatch it over and over again.
2: Well, We saw where Scott said, I heard that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion was a snooze fest. Kyle Richards was asked about this on her Amazon
1: Live. This is what she had to say.
0: How would you describe the reunion in
1: five words? I don't even know. Um,
0: torture is one <laughs> word. Um, um, Anxiety provoking. Two words, sorry. Um, stressful, scary, emotional, you know? Um, okay, um, who do you think got the most
1: heat at the reunion? Well, um, I would say I was definitely in the hot seat a lot, I would say.
0: Um, yeah, I think, um, three was, uh, I mean, gosh, I think... Sutton, you know, eight says, other than you all, oh, whose reunion look was your fave.
1: Okay. So, since you're watching this show, my question, because I know how I feel, are you
2: looking forward to this reunion? Do you think this will be a good reunion? Or do you think that this might be one of the more lackluster reunions? Like, just, obviously you haven't watched it, so we're, we're guessing at this point.
0: Well, I mean, last year's reunion was a total just shit show with Rena and Erica and Kathy and Kyle. So I don't think it's going to be to that level. However, I kind of have a theory because, of course, we know Kathy made a special appearance. And I know that, you know, Kyle talked a lot about their relationship this season. So, you know, Kathy coming on is maybe, you know, a little bit of them talking about their relationship and how they've mended everything. But I don't know, is Kyle going to maybe drop some sort of bombshell on us? Give us an update. She says it was really emotional. She said she was in the hot seat. She's going to be asked about Morgan. She's going to be asked about Mauricio. So I don't know. I have a feeling that, I don't know, is Kathy kind of there for moral support for Kyle to kind of tell us something big? I, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm... I was what wondering if
2: maybe they were just trying to get people excited about Kathy again by showing face because we might be seeing her next season.
0: I mean, I would love that. I thought that Kathy brought a, a lot to the show and I think, you know, we're missing that kind of humor and lightness that Erica brought during the dinner that we're still talking about. You know, we don't get a lot of that on on Beverly Hills. Um, but I don't know. I am I am interested to see how this reunion plays out, but I do have a question though about so we all kind of think that the cameras pick back up after Kyle and Mauricio announced their split. Correct. Are we going to be getting like a Scandaval style episode at the end of the season before the reunion?
2: I would imagine. About, footage? I would think so.
0: Yeah. So we haven't seen any kind of preview or, you know, tidbits about that. So I am curious about that. Um, and, I don't know. I'm hoping that we get a Mauricio update because it's kind of been just like a standstill. You know, we haven't heard much. There hasn't been a lot, you know, coming from Kyle about it. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what plays out.
1: Well, okay. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see you guys. If you're watching Real
2: Housewives of Beverly Hills, only time will tell. But we're going to jump right back on the plane and head over to the East Coast because. Are you watching Miami at all?
0: Oh yes, oh yes, I'm loving Miami.
2: Okay, so we have Lisa Hochstein, and she is going through her divorce with Lenny, and I have some opinions. Um, you guys know that I did the interview with Katharina Mazeppa, um, who is Lenny's fiance, and you know when I did the interview, it was so funny. Can I just say really quick, there were so many people who like. If you don't know what you're saying, then I feel like you just, unless it's like this and we're just conspiracizing and we're just admitting to conspiracizing about like it's our theories, but like don't go on and say things as if they're fact if you don't know it's a fact. And there were people who were going on different shows or whatever and they're like, well, Adam got all of this hate and that's why he took it down. No, guys. First of all, the interview never went up on my end. The interview was posted by Katharina. The trailer went up on my end. And the reason I took the trailer down was because I had multiple housewives who were friends and people from Bravo who were asking me, please, this is not the time. Will you please take it down? While I don't work for any of them or Bravo, I do like to maintain those relationships. And it was an ask. And I ended up explaining that to Katharina. And I said, I'm so sorry. You know, like I will... You know, like, sorry for wasting your time, whatever you need for me in order to make up for that. I'll do that. And she was like, you can't let them win. Like you need to post the video. I said, I'm sorry. I just, we can't post it right now. Maybe we can put it in the vault for later.
1: Let's have a conversation. Right after that, she posted the interview and I was like, okay, there it is. So
2: she had all of these theories about Lisa. Lisa has all of these theories about Katharina. But what we're watching on the show is Lisa upset, visibly upset every single episode because she feels like her life is just being torn apart while also being in this very new relationship with Jody, while also piling this all on the rest of the cast. Now, the cast is like at this point, it's been a year, girl, and we're done listening to this shit. It's time to move on. You're going to ruin your new relationship if you don't move past this. Well, in this week's episode, her and Kiki were going at it because Kiki threw the juice box at her, and she got a little bit upset about that. And Kiki ended up snapping and saying, "I think that you're selfish. I think that you're a brat. I think that you're spoiled, and you're sitting here telling everybody about your problems. Nobody knows about my problems." And Kiki has a total breakdown about this. and not in like a oh crazy, wild way. She was just crying being like, "You don't even know my son's name, do you?" And Lisa couldn't answer the question. And she's like, you don't know anything about me because you never ask. Yet I have to sit here and listen to shit about you
1: all the time. Then she got up and she said, maybe what you're going through is karma. And I was like, oh, God, here we go.
0: Yeah. I mean, first of all, give Kiki a mojito. I mean, I just want to shout out like the friends of on Miami because they collectively bring more than many full-time cast members yeah I'm talking about Anne marie i'm talking about crystal um you know love crystal as as a human but as a housewife i don't know um but besides the point i mean kiki does have a point although i do personally feel for lisa i think that lenny is making this extremely difficult on her um i, I agree with elaine here thank you elaine because. Lenny is not making it easy. He is dragging this out. Like Lisa is saying, like just when they take two steps forward, they take like four steps back. You know, like he is not, he changes his tune. He's changing his mind. He says one thing and then does another. It's like he's purposely making this complicated for her um, when it doesn't really need to be. Um, So I don't know. But I do think that Kiki has a point. I think that Lisa, obviously has a little bit of privilege, you know, like she hasn't lived the life that Kiki's lived. Uh, Okay, a lot, a lot of privilege. Um, And I think Kiki, you know, kind of calling that out and being like, look, you know, you don't always have to be the center of attention and kind of showing that Lisa can put things in perspective. You know, of course, she's going through a rough time, but like, you know, they're fighting over millions and millions of do- like, is Lenny gonna like build her like a $10 million house, you know, like in Miami, like, that's like, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a huge problem to have. Um, Whereas Kiki, you know, her, she came from a rough background. She's, you know, she's been through a divorce as well. So I think that I think that Kiki has a point. And you know what was
2: interesting? Like, in this episode, too, when Kiki was trying to explain, like you're sitting here talking down to these people who live in these villages with their dogs, and you're talking down and you're looking down on them, she like she's like, "I also lived in an like a community in a neighborhood similar to that. And you're automatically assuming that these people are wanting for something or that they're not happy, and that's really degrading to these people. So that was her point. And then Lisa looks at her and says, I'm sorry about your childhood trauma. And Kiki got pissed because she was like, you're not listening to me. I'm telling you, that's not traumatic for me. It's just that's where I came from and this is where I am now. But just because it's not a mansion on Star Island doesn't mean that I didn't have a happy upbringing. Doesn't mean that I didn't have an amazing time with my family and loved ones. And that was her point. And it just, Lisa was not getting it. And then also when... Gertie was being taken off the boat because she needed fluids and she needed an IV and she was dehydrated and she's puking and, you know, Julia's crying because of the, the baby dolls that are strung up because it's triggering, you know, that trauma for her. There's so much going on. It's like madness. Everyone's crying. And then Lisa's like, where's my, I'm looking for my lip gloss, guys. Like it's, this is my favorite, like this completes my look. Well, like they're calling 911 in the ambulance. And I'm like, these are things that make you, if you're wondering why it looks tone deaf, this is why it looks tone deaf. This is why people are like, that is not relatable. And while yes, at times we love watching our housewives because they're not relatable. And if we want a relatable, we just go knock on our neighbor's door. Right. But this is also just cringe, not relatable. Like yeah. i like the not relatable of Villa Rosa being surrounded by a moat and swans, not Oh my God, my friends are being carried out by an ambulance, but this lip gloss is more important to me.
1: No.
0: Yeah. I mean, so tone deaf. Talk about a boat ride from hell. I mean, this puts Cartagena to shame at, yeah. in old school Roni. But yeah, no, Lisa, read the room, read the room, because this was not the time to be looking for your lip gloss. And, you know, she was probably doing that and thought that the cameras were, you know, focusing on other things. But No. They caught it. They saw how you were reacting to this mess. And it's not a good look. It's not a good look, Lisa. And I, I, you know, as, as much as I said, I feel for Lisa, she needs to give the Lenny chick up. I mean, like Lenny, 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 there's only so much we can all take and the ladies can take too. And like, like I said, like, let the other ladies share a little bit about their background. And also that this is why I love Kiki so much is that she's not, you know, she's not a friend of that's like trying to, it doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel produced on her. And this is something that authentically triggered her, and she's gonna go after Lisa about it and she's not gonna back down. And I love that in a housewife. I love that they're not afraid to like stand their ground. And when something really actually pisses them off and it's them off and it's not something like, Menial and stupid, that they're just trying to like start drama over. Like, this was a real trigger for Kiki, and she's gonna go after Lisa over it. So, yeah, I don't know. Miami is definitely bringing it. Um, did you see the reunion looks that dropped yesterday too? Because those were sickening in the best way.
2: I did, and I'm gonna bring them up really quick, but I did wanna say too, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you grand scheme of things, if you think about her problems, right? And I'm not sitting here saying anything bad, but if you think about her problems and her not being in this, like, you know, Star Island mansion and her getting a divorce, and then you go through everybody else's problems with, like, oh, here it is. Okay, hold on. You go through everybody else's problems. You have Gertie, who is going through, she's battling cancer. You have Julia Limagova, whose wife just battled two cancers. You have, um, well, I don't know if Lars is going through anything because Lars is just like on top of the world over there. But then you also have Adriana, who is a single mom and she's trying to figure out how to pay her bills because nobody's giving her a full time housewife position. You have Alexia, who has her son that she's going to have to take care of for the rest of her life. And I'm sure she worries in the back of her mind every day. What's going to be, what's going to happen with Frankie? Is he going to be okay if God forbid one day I'm not here? You like, if you go down the list of people, a lot of people have a lot of problems. And even Kiki was saying, I have things with my son right now. You've never asked. You don't know anything. So I think that this these are champagne problems for sure. Here okay. are the reunion looks. Okay, so guys, in the comment section, pop off and let us know who you think had the best reunion look. Let me see. Let me go back here.
1: Um Kim, I'm gonna start with you.
0: I mean, Talk about like knowing and following the assignment. I mean, these ladies brought it. I-, I can't say enough good things. I mean, I think Gertie and Kiki definitely stand out. I think they just bring it. But I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get hate for this. I think Larsa kind of killed it. I mean, she's giving, it's giving camp. It's giving over the top, the roses, the crown. I mean, it's just, it's so fabulous I think they all look stunning. I don't think there's like a single bad one in the group, except I don't know i, I I'm interested to hear your thoughts on Julia's look, um but oh. yeah. Julia,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I love you, girl. That look is my least favorite look., yeah. I am sorry. My that, favorite that's a good, put it yeah
2: honestly, if I had to go in order, I would say it would be Larsa
1: for me, and then it would be Kiki, and then it would probably be. Larsa Kiki. I'm looking now. Then Gertie. Then Lisa Hochstein. Then Alexia.
2: Then Dr. Nicole. Then Adriana. And Julia's not even on the list. I'm sorry, Julia. I don't know what this look is. I don't know what this is. Is this supposed to be the Day of the Dead? Like, is that the theme?
0: I think it's just supposed to be like Mexico City. Like, I I don't know. I love it regardless.
2: Okay. So you're, you're pretty optimistic about this. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to see what happens. Now, before we end up letting um, Kim go, we're going to show you guys where you can find her all over the place. Um, I want you guys to go ahead and we are doing a giveaway for roseforever.com. These are our favorite flowers. We have a ton of them all over our house. It's one of my favorite partnerships, but they range anywhere from like 100 to like 800, depending on how big the bouquet is, where we have promo codes in the description of this video where you can save a lot of money, especially right now for Valentine's Day. Just go click on my link and you get free shipping. But we also talked with RoseForever.com and they agreed to do a special giveaway for you guys. And in order to enter the giveaway, all you have to do is go anywhere you get your podcast, click on Up and Atom, scroll down where you see the ratings, and let us know. The question of today is drop a rating, whatever you feel is necessary. That's how you enter. And let us know who your favorite Real Housewives of Miami reunion look is.
1: And good
2: luck. May the odds be ever in your
1: favor. Good luck, guys. (laughs) With that, Kim, if they don't know, will you let them know?
2: We're going to start with Instagram.
0: Yes, you guys know, follow me on Instagram at Bravo Breaking News. We are breaking the headlines. We are covering all the shows. Miami, Beverly Hills, especially Vanderpump Rules and the Traders. Guys, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I'm obsessed. Adam, if you're not watching Traders, you got to watch Traders. Everybody has to watch Traders on Peacock. I know. (laughs) Um, You can also find us on YouTube. We're recapping Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules. And dropping some headlines. So um, make sure you guys subscribe. And yeah.
1: Yep. And then as you guys can see, all the videos are right here. Bada bing, bada boom. And um, yeah, Kiki, or, or, I was going to say, I, I'm still thinking about Kiki. Kim,
2: thank you so much for joining us. I love having you on on Fridays. This has been an absolute blast and happy Taylor Bowl week.
0: Happy Taylor Bowl weekend, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. So great to see you guys again. And hopefully I'll be back next week.
2: All right. We'll see you next week. You'll definitely, if, listen, if you're free, we'd love to have you.
0: I'm here, guys. I'm here. I'm I'm the new Friday, Friday guest. So this count our, me in.
2: This is our Friday work wife, guys. We'll see you then. Bye.
0: Love it. All right. See you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.